Pittsburgh Steeler fans, this is Brian Anthony Davis, the podcast producer here at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, reminding you to check out BTSC for all of your Pittsburgh Steelers needs. Not just your one-stop shop, but your non-stop shop for everything Steelers. Make sure you check out also tonight the Pittsburgh Steelers BTSC post-game show after the black and gold take on the red, white, and gold in Kansas City, Missouri. It is going to be a dandy win or lose, so make sure you check all of that out here. Also, new episodes coming up this week of the live mic, Let's Ride, the Steelers Stat Geek, the Steelers Hangover, the Steelers Preview, what Yin's talking about, the Steelers Power Half Hour, the Steelers Fantasy Football Fix from the Cutting Room Floor, not to mention Know Your Enemy, the Steelers Friday Night Six Pack with Tony. There is so much more. If there's something I'm missing, well, just check it out, all at BTSC, and on the editorial side, for all of your Pittsburgh Steelers news, anything fit to print, you're going to go ahead and read it at BTSC first. Now, it's time to take a look back at the last week. I hope everybody had a wonderful holiday season, whatever it is that you celebrate. I hope it was rife with family and friends and hope and love. So let's check it out. What happened Well, you know, it was an action-packed holiday week for the Steelers and the Chiefs. BTSC continues, as always, their recap of the past week's events for our readers and our listeners. But they went wrong. You know it. They asked the one narcissistic writer that would put a bizarre spin on it to do it. And that's me. So that's why this is called A Bad Week. Brian Anthony Davis in the Berg together. Let's do it. Sunday, 1219. The Steelers start out slow and ended up doing just enough to get by with a huge win in week 15 over the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, starting off slow, doing enough to get by. That is how my parents would describe my high school career. Heck, that's kind of how my wife would describe my housework skills. And a lot of other things, if you know what I'm saying. Also, the Steelers have a new sack king. And Steelers.com celebrated that with a picture of T.J. Watt, who recorded his 17 and a half sack on that day against the Tennessee Titans. Now, T.J. does truly need at least a half a sack more to be all alone. On top of that official team sack ledger, after tying Eugene Big Daddy Lipscomb's 1961 mark. Watt is the fastest sacker that I've seen in Western PA since good old Pete at the Giant Eagle in Johnstown in 1986. That guy could pack a grocery bag. Also, Ben Roethlisberger, the Steelers celebrated this as Ben passed Phillip Rivers for fifth most passing yards in NFL history. He did that in the first quarter of the game against the Tennessee Titans. Absolutely a Hall of Famer. Ben is now in the top five in history. So seven is at 63,562 yards and is now 8,379 yards from passing Brett Favre and Peyton Manning. They're so close together on that list for fourth and third, respectively. Now, Ben passing Phillip Rivers for fifth was obtainable, but Big Ben will never catch Old Man Rivers' record of having children. 
Most of us won't, actually. Unless you're like the Duggars or Kate and eight plus something. I don't even know what that show was. Monday, 1220, the Browns lost to the Raiders on a last second field goal, put the Steelers in third place in the division and in ninth in the AFC. Nothing like an early Christmas gift as the Steelers are moving on up and waiting to make their move. The musical chairs of the practice squad continues. Poor Lyndon Stevens doesn't know whether he's coming or going as the DB was restored from the practice squad COVID-19 list. Guard Malcolm Pridgen was placed on it, and Isaiah Johnson was released from the practice squad. These guys will continue to be treated like trout, caught and released, caught and released. Travis Kelsey being out could be fool's gold news for the Pittsburgh Steelers fans. As Adam Schefter reported on Monday, the Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey is being placed on the reserve COVID list. Sources told ESPN. But he's vaccinated, so there's a chance he's back for Sunday with the new return-to-play protocols. Here's the thing. The reason I say that's fool's gold, because everyone's like, yeah, Travis Kelsey could be out. Well, hey, there's so much time for the all-world tight end to get back in for Sunday's game. The Steelers have less of a chance when number 87 is in the game, and I am not talking about Kevin Rader. Now, I will do a spoiler report. He is out for Sunday's game, but that was a surprise to many. Tuesday, 12-21, when Leonard Fournette went down, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are planning on making a big sign. Well, if you consider Le'Veon Bell a big sign pending a physical, wow, Richard Gummies and Mr. Buck Naked and Robbed are together once again. Of course, Richard Gummies is Antonio Brown, if you did not know. Tom Brady and Gronk are no longer the reason to root against the Bucks. I would be sick to see Tampa raise a Lombardi again with these black and gold castoffs. So, uh, that would that would really stink. More Chiefs on the COVID list now as, wow, Kansas City is getting crushed with it. Tyreek Hill, Rashad Fenton, Blake Bell were placed on Tuesday on the reserve COVID list. Other players likely coming, but as one source said, it's a mess. Well, I got to tell you this. The problem is that too many of the red, white, and gold go on the list. It's a chance to get postponed. And if Patrick Mahomes went on the list, the game probably wouldn't have been played until March. But it is going to be played on Sunday. And Tyreek Hill is going to be back for that game. That's another spoiler. Wednesday, 1222, Harris Butker, Harrison Butker is out for the Chiefs. Beavis and Butker. That would be a great show. That's a huge deal of Sunday's game in KC is a close one. They're going with Elliot Fry at the kicking position instead. Also on Wednesday, the clock started on the return of Kevin Dotson. You know, I just hope the limited time offer lasts longer than that of the McRib. The Steelers have 21 days to activate him to the 53-man roster if Dotson is not activated during that period. Number 69 will not be able to return to the active roster for the rest of the 2021 season. They need that cat back. Come on back, Kevin Dotson. Also, here we go. Not the good. Here we go, Steelers. No, here we go. The Pittsburgh Steelers announced that they placed linebacker Devin Bush on the reserved COVID-19 list. Throw in Zach Banner and Marcus Allen. Well, that could just be the start. 
just like a scrum on the field, the second ones in get nailed and lose out the most. And these guys are going to be out for that game. Interesting news also on that day, as Adam Rittenberg reported that the Oregon Ducks are targeting Steelers offensive line coach Adrian Clem for the same role under new coach Dan Lanning. The Steelers still have at least three games left, so no deal is set yet. Clem has been with the Steelers since 2019. He last coached in college with UCLA in 2016, a West Coast guy, it seems, and I guess a Pac-12 guy. Clem is its saying that this hire is expected to definitely happen. So interesting news there. Now, fans may be excited to see Clem possibly leaving with the line not performing on a consistent level, but inconsistency with revolving assistant coaches is not ideal. Clem was building a culture of toughness and nastiness, but Rome was not built in a day. I don't think you want to make the move if you're the Steelers. Others disagree with me, but I kind of hope this doesn't happen. Also, again this year, no pro bowlers on offense, but congratulations to the great stalwarts of the Steelers' defense. TJ Watt and Cameron Hayward made the AFC squad. A major omission, though, for me was kicker Chris Boswell, who I thought had a better year than that of Justin Tucker from the Ratbirds, but Tucker's a perennial. Boswell should have been on that list. Thursday, 12-23, two more Steelers on the COVID list, but these are two that were injured and not likely to play anyhow. Isaiah Bugs and Anthony McFarland Jr. got the COVID as well. Friday, 12-24, Christmas Eve, the Steelers took somebody off of the COVID-19 list, and it was Montrevious Adams, the defensive tackle. My gosh, this is huge for the Steelers' hopes to stop the run game of Kansas City. For me, I haven't been excited like this since Arby's put the beef and cheddar on the two-for-six menu. Also, the injury list came out on Friday. Chris Wormley, Buddy Johnson, and Pat Fryermuth listed out for the Kansas City game. This is a huge blow. After the hit that Pat took, it's no shock that he's out. He was out on his feet when he got nailed in that Tennessee game. Saturday, 1225, Merry Christmas to you and yours from the Pittsburgh Steelers. PittsburghSteelers.com came out with that. And your friends at BTSC say the same thing. Merry Christmas to all and happy holidays. Not so happy as condolences went out on Saturday to Presley Harvin III, who lost his father to a longtime illness. The Steelers punter will not play on Sunday to be with his family at this difficult time. We wish Big Press the best and his family as well. Now, the Steelers did make a move the week before by inviting Presley Harvin's family and his dad, making sure that he got to the game against the Tennessee Titans to see his son play. Classy move by the Steelers. The Steelers have signed Corliss Waitman, who you remember was on the team in practice the last two years in training camp. He was on the practice squad all of last year. He will take care of the punting duties. But again, condolences to Presley Harvin III for the loss of his father. There you go. That was a significant week that was for the Steelers, mixed in with my black and gold musings. I'm sure next week will be full of Steelers happenings as well. So, you know, we are going to have to do this all again. Have a great week. But better yet, 
have a bad one.